it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others Radio Show. This is your host, Valerie Morell, and I'm excited that you're with me today. We're going to share with you a word of encouragement, a word of empowerment, a word to motivate you to live your best life now. We want you to live life purposely. So get ready, get ready. Get ready to receive all that we have for you today on Empower to Empower Others. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. We are Empower to Empower Others, and you have to join us on this segment, another relevant, another relevant conversation. Posing the question, has procrastination silenced you. You heard me. Has procrastination silenced you? Earlier in our Seeking Truth session today, we talked about procrastination, and I posed the question, who told you to wait? Who told you to wait? And it was so Eye-opening, I guess I'll use that word, eye-opening, not only eye-opening, but it also brought about conviction because all of us realize that there are areas in our lives where we have clearly gotten insight, instructions from Holy Spirit about what it is that God requires of us, and we choose, hear me plainly, we choose, mm, I'm going to say it one more time. We choose to purposefully prolong, to procrastinate from doing what it is that we've been called to do. (sighs) Man, this is something to think about. I'm grateful for our callers who are on the line, those who are in the chat room. By all means, for those who are on the phone line, press one. I'd love to bring you into the conversation. So has procrastination silenced you? And for most of us, we'll say, well, it hasn't really silenced me completely, but what do you think? It hasn't completely silenced me, but I can bear witness to the fact that procrastination has done its work on me. It has done its work on me. Procrastination, by definition, is the action of delaying or postponing something. The action of delaying or postponing something. And research lets us know that there are four types of procrastinators. The performer, the self-depreciator, the overbooker, and the novelty seeker. (laughs) Wow. And I said that wrong. Let me restate that. 
the performer, the self-predicator, the overbooker, and the novelty seeker. And you could say, oh, wait a minute, Valerie. Now, that right there, just with stating that there are four types of procrastinators, absolutely speaks to me because I can see myself in some of that, all of that, most of it. I see myself somewhere in that. And can I be honest with you, I, when I saw myself in that, I recognized that it wasn't a pretty picture. It was not a pretty picture to know that there are areas in my life, specific areas in my life, specific tasks that I have been given, things that needed to be done, and I procrastinated. I allowed the spirit of procrastination to set on me, to cause me not to move, to cause me to not complete, to cause me to delay what was needed in that moment. Ooh, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my. Look, I'm not beating up on y'all. I'm beating up on me. Can I tell you that? This message is not about you. This is all about me. I can take it. I'm going to take it because I realize what procrastination has done with me. I had an experience um, these last few days. I had not been feeling my best. And instead of me getting up and doing something about it, I sat still. Now, you might say, well, Valerie, that's not really procrastination. Um, but let me tell you why it was. Um, I didn't feel well, okay? But I had access to a doctor's office. I had access to a pharmacy. I had access to a hospital. I have insurance. I have money in my pocket to pay a copay. But I kept saying, oh, I'll feel better tomorrow. I'll call the doctor tomorrow. I'll go to the pharmacy tomorrow. I'm going to wait another day, and I didn't move. This morning when I got up and I began to get ready, after taking my shower, I sat on the side of the bed for a brief moment, and the Holy Spirit said, go to the doctor. And I said, huh? He said, go to the doctor. And I said to my husband, okay, babe, I'm, I'm I'm going to the doctor. And he said, okay. I got myself together. I got ready. I get to the doctor. I'm sitting in the room waiting for the doctor to come. And the Holy Spirit says to me, the enemy didn't want you to go to the doctor. The spirit of procrastination is what has been dealing with you. And you made yourself a very viable ploy in the hands of the enemy and that you weren't even willing to take care of yourself, understanding that there is an assignment, there is a mandate, there are things that I need from you, but you allowed a lax spirit to stop you. The spirit of procrastination to stop you. See, because what the enemy does when he uses procrastination, he uses it as a delayed tactic, right? He causes you to drag your feet. He causes you to play with time, thinking that time is on your side. But you will have to know that time is the only currency that we have in the kingdom. And when we procrastinate, we are robbing ourselves of time that has been given to us to be useful in fulfilling what it is that God wants done in the kingdom. Uh Uh-huh. Procrastination. 
The spirit of procrastination, I believe, was in, in mode to literally silence me. Because the thing I know about me, and I'm talking about me, and this may be you too, but when I have something to do and I keep putting it off and keep putting it off and keep putting it off and keep putting it off, eventually I'll forget that I got that thing to do. Because unless it's present in front of me, unless it's on my to-do list, I don't see it, I don't do it. And procrastination will have you putting it off, putting it off, sending it back, sending it back purposely delaying what needs to take place in that moment, it silenced you. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And you say, well, oh, Val, wait a minute, you're talking to me. But why am I procrastinating? Good question. Is it that you're fearful? Are you fearful? I used to tell all the people, people all the time, I have fear of succeeding, not, succeed, not fear of failing. I had fear of succeeding. And you might say, that sounds crazy. It does. I can admit it today. It does sound a little bit crazy. But because of the magnitude of what the Lord had showed me concerning my life and what he wanted to do through me, I said, I don't think I can do it. And so for a period of time, I didn't move. Not only did procrastination silence me, it crippled me. I was afraid of being the success that the Spirit of God had revealed to me that God wanted for me. But there are also people who procrastinate because they don't want to fail. They feel like, well, if I don't do nothing, I don't have to worry about being disappointed. So I just won't do nothing. Not realizing that you get closer to manifestation with every step you take, whether it's a misstep or not. Every step you take, and in those missteps, allow that to be a teaching tool so that you know what not to do when you go and take the next step. But every step we take gets us closer to the manifestation. But procrastination says, don't do nothing. Just don't do nothing. And I told you, when we keep putting it off and keep putting it off and keep putting it off and keep pushing it back and keep pushing it back, eventually we forget all about it. That's what procrastination wants to do. And then some of us procrastinate because we want everything to be oh so perfect. You know those perfectionists? Those that want everything so very tightly knit, so illustrated and orchestrated. They want no flaws in the process. And because they don't have the means to make everything flawless, they procrastinate and end up doing Nothing. I'm asking you again. Has procrastination silenced you? Because it's easy to do. It's it's so easy to do. We looked at this scripture in Proverbs 27, 1, and it reads this way. Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Let me read that to you again. Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. And you say, well, Belle, what are you saying? I'm saying this. While you are dealing with the spirit of procrastination, while you're being silenced, while you're being crippled, while you're being stagnant, because you don't want to move for one reason or another to do what it is that you know that you've been called to do, 
you worrying about tomorrow and you don't even know what tomorrow will bring. Why not do today what you can do today? And when tomorrow comes, do tomorrow then. Because we don't know the day. We don't know the hour. We don't know any of those things. But yet we're so busy worrying about what's going to take place tomorrow that we don't take care of what is needed in the present hour. James chapter 4, verse 14 in the King James Version reads this way. Whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time, then vanisheth away. Again, why are you so consumed with saying, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll look at it next week. I'll reschedule it for next month. You, you pushing stuff out. You keep pushing stuff out. And you might say, well, I'm not really procrastinating. I just feel like, oh, oh so now we got excuses to validate why we're not doing what it is that we know we're supposed to do. I'm just asking. I, I'm just asking because I know for myself, and y'all, you know I'll talk about me all day long. I'm just saying that I know, I know for me that there have been times, <laughs> oh, there have been times that I procrastinated. I did. And a part of it was me walking in truth. Lord have mercy. It was me walking in truth. It was me accepting why I am the way I am. It was me. And, you know, sometimes the counselor in me in dealing with people understand that procrastination is, is, is common, yeah, and it's not just about being lazy, but it's an emotional, it's an emotional thing. Because there are people that are chronic procrastinators, and they don't know how to manage the emotion. And for us who are spiritual, we don't know how to manage that spirit. Because it comes after us. It comes after us with an intent. Y'all hear me? It comes after us with intent. How many of you have been close to seeing the manifestation of something major in your life? Something major. And you're, you're working, you're working, you're getting close. Things are clicking. Everything's happening. Like everything is falling in place. Like all the piece of pieces. Puzzle pieces are connecting, like you're seeing a clear vision of what's to come. And you get all the way there, like you you got maybe 10 pieces left of the puzzle to put in the center. 10 pieces, all the edges and everything is already done. You're about to do that center piece. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, somebody show up with a different picture. Show up, show up with a, a, a different idea. Show up with some input. Show up with a thought. And then you say, oh, well, let me take a look at that. Uh-huh. You got 10 pieces left, baby. And you over here checking what they say and looking at what they're showing you and trying to hear what they say. And you got 10 pieces left, baby. And you still, you, you over here, you, 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 you're emotionally tied to the one that keeps saying, I want to show you that. You're in covenant 
with the one that says, well, I think you should do it this way. You're looking at all these relationships and thinking that because they are in relationship with you in one way, shape, or form, that this certainly couldn't be an instance where procrastination is showing up because they're for me. They are for me. They're supporting me. They're aiding me. Baby, let me tell you, the spirit of procrastination will manifest even through others. They will speak a thing or do a thing, and they will enlist that spirit of procrastination. And before you know it, where you had 10 pieces, now you done lost two of those, and you done bumped the the puzzle a couple of times, and now the ones that were intact are starting to crumble, and you're trying to figure out where they go, realizing now I done messed up because I don't have all the puzzle pieces. Something changed. I'm telling you. That spirit of procrastination, I see it as a deadly thing. I'm telling you, I know what it was in in process of trying to do to me until I woke up. I woke up. I said, oh, wait a minute. God, I wasn't looking. Forgive me. I had to repent, y'all. Do you hear me? Apostle Val had to repent today and say, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me for purposely delaying what it is that you had instructed me to do. Forgive me for procrastinating on something that I had all the tools to get done. Forgive me. Forgive me. I repent for being not just slowful but intentional about my delay. Father, forgive me. Father, forgive me. And listen, I'm saying to you, Today, depending on what time frame you're in, I'm saying to you now to take a look at where you are. Take a look at what's going on in your life. Take a look at those things that have been assigned to you and see if you recognize any symptom of procrastination anywhere around. And you say, well, Val, I'm not procrastinating. Okay, you're not. When did you start the project? When did you start the assignment? When did he give you the instructions? Are you finished? Are you finished? Well, he spoke it to me December 31st. It's March 6th. Where are you? Well, I don't have all the pieces yet. Well, have you gone to get them? Well, I... Oh, so again... You making up excuses for why you're procrastinating? Y'all, I'm telling you, God Almighty, this procrastination the enemy uses to silence us, to silence a move of God. The enemy uses procrastination deliberately. Oh, God. He's so deliberate in using it. To, oh, to stifle us. He does. He does. Procrastination will show up and say things like, oh, you ain't smart enough for that. I don't even know why you're trying to do that. Oh, well, you know, if you do that, you know, so-and-so has said something like that. They wanted to do something similar to that. So, you know, if you do it the way you're doing it, They're going to think you stole it from them, and then they're going to get mad at you. 
Procrastination will have you in the, in the church ministry saying, well, you know that's not what your, your, your calling is. That's not what your assignment is. Why are you trying to walk in their lane? That's not your lane. Procrastination. It'll sound like all those things and more. I ain't no Christians do that. That's what procrastination, that spirit of procrastination will show up and start conversations that sound like that. And what do we do when we hear them? Do we say, Satan, get behind me. I'm not, I'm not for that foolishness because I'm getting my instructions from Holy Spirit. This is what God has said he wants me to do, and he didn't tell me to wait. So back up. Are we addressing it that way, or are we allowing that thing to feed us? And we start looking at ourselves, and we start rationalizing and realizing, and, and, and <laughs> we start comparing and doing all this other stuff, feeding the fuel of procrastination. And before you know it, it's got us again. Again, I'm grateful for the callers who are on the line. Please press 1 if you'd like to join the conversation. And thank you to those who are in the chat room. It silenced you again. One of the reasons that someone had shared about this procrastination is lack of desire. And I'm telling y'all, I desire to do everything that God wants me to do. Pastor Linda, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Apostle. I said, oh, she's messing with me now because I fall in that area of procrastination. I know that when you were talking about it, I thought, why why do I procrastinate? And sometimes mm-hmm. it's because of fear yeah. or, or feeling um, that, you know, not that I'm not good enough, but that, oh, I can't do that, that that's too much, you know, like you were saying, if you really did what God called us to do, oftentimes we think, oh, that's that's just too big, that's just too big, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And, and he, you know, he wants to do great things through us, and we just need to trust him. But uh, uh, oftentimes for me, it has been fear or yeah. feeling I, I'm not capable of doing that thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was really good. Because I say when I procrastinate, there is a reason for it. Absolutely. There is absolutely a reason for it. And none of that reason has anything to do with God's plan. Exactly. None of it does. None of it does. Thank you for sharing that. You know, um, we all found ourselves guilty and, and convicted today, as I shared earlier. And it made us do things a little bit differently and, and I shared that even in not feeling my best these last few days, when I got back in the house, I did a couple of things, and then Holy Spirit said, okay, get the book done. And so I sat down, and I started writing, and he started speaking to me again, even about what I named the book, you know, because I was like, this, this, this. And he said, no, it's not a devotional. It's a journey. I said, oh, thank you, Lord. And he was like, no, and it's not just a journey, but it's a journey of manifestation. You need to let them know that if they follow the tools that are in this book, it will help them to see manifestation of their gifts. If they're ready to cultivate, it will aid them in seeing manifestation. And I was like, oh, God, that's powerful. He said, but what if you didn't do it? What if you kept making excuses about, oh, I'm too tired. Oh, I'm too weak. Oh, I'm too this. Oh, I'm not flowing. Oh, he said, what if you didn't do it? Apostle. Well, yes. well, it isn't um, procrastination uh, delaying something, right? And if God has told us to do it, delayed obedience is disobedience. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Yes, it is delayed obedience, but the thing is, sister, we have to be so very careful of is that sometimes that de- delayed obedience becomes outright disobedience because, like I said, we push yeah. it back and push it back and push it back and push it back and push it back, and then eventually we forget all about it, and we might have to go around the bush seven more times to get back to it, and he'd be like, oh, God, wait a minute, you gave me that seven years ago. Right, and the anointing for it to do it was then. Well, and oftentimes ago. we yeah. missed that window, we missed that season. We did. Oh. We did. Oh, yeah. We did. And then when it comes around again, you then you're fighting. You find yourself in a struggle then because the you're struggle. trying to say, come back to me, come back to me, Holy Spirit, give it back. He was like, you want me to give it back to you? And you pushed it away for seven years. Right, and, and 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 when I gave it to you, then it was because it was needed then. Then. So, well, wow, missing the windows of opportunity. We are, we mm. are, and that's the that's part good. of the silencing that the enemy does. There's windows mm. of opportunity, just like Pastor Linda said. When God speaks to you and He gives you insight and instruction, this is what I need from you. This is how I need it done. Now is when I need it. And you say, oh, right. well, they yeah. might not be able to come, and they're not going to be able to help me, and they're not going to buy the book, and they're not going to read the book, and they're not going to do this, and they're not going to come, and they might get mad mm-hmm. at me, and, mm-hmm. or they want me to work on their project, and how all these things. Because mm-hmm. we don't know that he don't have people lined up for just that time and season to do or to receive a thing. So all of it is working in conjunction as to how it should be. But when we miss that window of opportunity, oh, my. According to his plan. Yes. Amen. According to his plan. So, again, listeners, I'm not here to fight you. I ain't here to bite you. I ain't here to punch you. I ain't here to do none of that. None of that. We are not here for any of that. We are here clearly to state to you that God knows what he's doing. When he Uh gives instruction, he knows what he's doing. When he releases the, the things that are needed to see the manifestation, he knows what he's doing. When he gives you a timeline, mm-hmm. he knows exactly what he's doing. He knows. Mm-hmm. And we have to get to the space and place that we trust God. We trust mm-hmm. him above any and everything. In, in, in this journey that I'm writing, I said God wants us to reconcile back to him, right? When Second Corinthians... Mm-hmm. 1819 says, and this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God mm-hmm. was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them, and he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. <laughs> See, he's committed himself to us. He's reconciled himself to us, and so what he's desiring is a pure, absolute dependence on God. And in doing so, he will use us and he'll use the gift that he's given us to provoke others to come to him. 
made us ministers of reconciliation. Ministers of reconciliation. Ambassadors in the earth. Amen. But what we've done is allowed the enemy to play his hand in our lives in the area of procrastination. We submit to you today, my brother and sister, that if procrastination has been a challenge for you, if that spirit, that emotion has been a challenge to you, it is our desire that today you pray, that you repent, that you ask God to forgive you, and then you ask Holy Spirit to ignite something in you to make you aware of spirit so that when it shows up, you can use what God has given you to defend yourself against that spirit and move forward to fulfill each and everything that God has called you to do. That is our prayer for you today. That is our prayer for you today. I took heed to the word earlier today, and he's still ministering to me right now. I will not allow the spirit of procrastination to silence me again. With the help of the Holy Spirit, I will not. And that's our desire for you as well. I pray that this message has been a blessing to you. I know that it has been to me. Pastor Linda, I pray that it has blessed you as well. It has. Thank you. Thank you very much. We say love and blessings to each one of you. Until next time, join us again next week for another Relevant TV on Empower to Empower Others. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.